Welcome to another uh, version of, uh, of Old God, New Blood. This time we've got the remote working edition, which we're all getting pretty, uh, pretty uh, accustomed to now. Uh, and I'm really delighted to, to have a, 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 another bunch of experts in here um, again. Uh, and uh, this show, just before I get started, sponsored by Majestic, absolutely delighted that Majestic keep on letting me put this on every month. So in spite of my technical uh, mess ups um, and, uh, and um, so if you haven't had uh, the opportunity or if you haven't seen the Brighton SEO post, uh, there's a brand new training course that's just come out through um, the Academy at Brighton SEO for link training. It's free. It's, uh, it's got me and uh, Sante Achille uh, putting it together and um, a good couple of hours of video on link training. So please uh, do, do register for that um, and uh, do, do try out um, Majestic's new uh, keyword generation tools and stuff as well so uh thanks to majestic and hi to you guys hello gareth hello joe hello alida how are you doing good how are you uh, i'm very very well listen do you guys want to give uh, a very short uh, introduction about yourselves so uh, i'm going to go from top to top top right and top left on mine so gareth why don't you go first of course because uh, no, no one knows you so. <laughs> I've, well hopefully they don't in this crowd otherwise yeah. my job here is done um, so I've been um, running agencies for the last 15 years. I have taken my staffing up to uh, multiple hundreds of people running three shifts a day, seven days a week, down to I currently have 15 people based in one office in the UK and a handful of people offshore that we just do some data work. So, so you've been managing remote workers for forever, really? But, so, um, since at least 2008. Um, before that, I used to work for General Electric and I was... I don't need to know that. That sounds, yeah, that sounds well, pre, pre-internet, mate. Uh, I was still managing remote workers. But, uh, okay. All right. Okay. Fair enough then. Fair enough. Uh, and then, uh, Aleda, you've just started up uh, Remotus.net. So tell us about yourself and uh, and and, and uh, your experience with remote working. Yes. Well, I started working remotely when I was still an employee um, in house, and then also at an agency in 2012. It was uh, then when I became independent. I realized in 2014 already. I, I realized that if I wanted to st- start something on my own, remote was a requirement. I, I really enjoyed uh, working remotely. So I have been um, working remotely for, for myself since that uh, year. And then after years passed by, I started uh, working with more people and I have a couple of uh, people working with me, supporting me uh, with clients. And they are, we are all spread out. Uh, one of the, the persons is in France, another is in, in Mexico. And the clients that I consult with are from all over, a lot of them in the US, in Asia, here in Europe. So yes, pretty much remote. And then it was in 2015, that uh, um, along a friend, SEO friend, we realized that a lot of people were asking us, Hi, how do you do to work remotely, right? And we founded Remoters that year, and it started uh, by, by uh, sharing a few insights, how-tos, guides uh, to how to work remotely at that point. And now we have a free job board for anybody can upload, can publish their uh, remote job openings, uh, a lot of how-to guides, uh, tools, 
resources section, co-leavings, events section. So the goal of the website is to really, for anybody who wants to start working remotely, whether an organization or an independent consultant or an employee, they have all of the resources that they need to start doing it so uh, through the website. Okay, so can you put the uh, domain into the uh, into the panel as well? So then chat, just so that people can can, can grab yeah, it. And and, sure and Joe, while we're doing that, Joe, why don't you talk about yourself? You're remoting as well, and also you're uh, doing a survey. Yes, thank you very much. Hi, I'm Joe Juliana Trumbull, also known as SEO Joe Blogs. Uh, thank you very much for having me on today, um, Dixon. Yes, I've been working off and on actually since uh, 2010. Um, but actually, I wanted to work remote from when I was young. We moved around a lot, many different countries, um, which we were lucky for. But as a kid, sometimes you just want to stay in one country. So I remember I was about eight and I remember asking my dad, well, why can't, why do you have to move all the time? Why can't we just stay in one place? So um, I didn't know remote working existed then. Um, but I always knew I wanted as a grown up, as a kid, you always think as a grown up, you can do whatever you want. As a grown up, I wanted to be able to choose where I lived. So um yeah, 2010, I started doing uh, remote working um, and now and then I was in Australia for some time. I'm Australian as well. And then I've uh, recently moved to, to Barcelona. So I set up my remote working business in now three countries. Um, and uh, yeah, I really want to actually find out from people if they have saved any resources. So many people talk about money. Oh, it costs a lot, you know, to commute, for example, to London or to New York or Sydney. But no one um, talks that much about how much that's worth in terms of money, your time. I know in the UK, when I was commuting into London, sometimes it could take 60 hours a month, but no one's going to give you that extra, extra pay for that 60 hours. And they're not going to give you, they're not going to take that into account. You know, you could get to the office at nine, but you've had to leave your house at quarter past seven. So I've done a remote working survey and we've had quite a few people respond. I am 131 to be precise, but we'd love to have some more. And because I wanted to find out really from everyone um, how, you know, how much resources you saved, what activity you've done, are you going to continue to do this? Um, and I am pleased to see that um, companies will be embracing remote working, but I just wish it hadn't have been because of a pandemic. I really wish companies had you know, embraced it before and not that you were being lazy for not wanting to come into the office. So yeah. I'll share that stat, yeah. the, the link in there too. Right. Yeah, if you put the link to the uh, to the poll in there, that'd be absolutely brilliant. Then we can, uh, anybody that, that has the opportunity to, to fill out the survey, um, it's, it's going to be great. And hopefully uh, when we've got some results and things for it, you can let us know at Majestic and we'll put it on the Majestic blog as well. So that's good. Uh, okay, right. So uh, remote work. We, we, I think we've got some pretty, pretty, pretty much uh, some, some experts in remote working here. And, and I'm not, I'm not. I mean, Majestic was built up with uh, people on the ground and, uh, and, and uh, you know, I, I enjoyed the idea of an office. So, uh, <clears throat> although remote working for me individually has been, um, uh, you know, something I've done quite a lot, uh, as, as, you know, uh, going through life, I've kind of had the, uh, the opposite approach and, and lockdown has kind of opened my eyes to uh, the power of remote working. So, uh, really, guys, um, I'm going to start off with uh, one, one tip, one sentence tip of your best tip for remote working, how to, whether as a remote worker or as a, as a remote manager. Can you give me one tip? Uh, and, Alayda, let's go start down with you. Yeah, I think it's important for me to always start by clarifying that remote work is about being location independent, right? And that is a great power 
but it's also a great responsibility, right? And it's critical that you are self-aware, that you, you have self-discipline, that you manage your time well, that you keep productive, that you understand uh, based on your own personalities and characteristics and the type of work you do, uh, what works better for you. And this is the thing, as, as, as humans and, and as employees who are uh, sometimes um, very used to work and in office, uh, we have allowed others telling us how to do it. But if you are working remotely, then it's up to you to choose if based on your own characteristics and, and character and yeah, you prefer to stay at home working um, all the time or if, if, if you prefer to go to a co-working space or to go to a, a, a coffee shop or if, if you are a, a, an extrovert, an introvert, right? Uh, because a lot of people think automatically that remote is about working from home and or working by yourself all, all the time. So, oh, how people do to socialize. And this is the thing. It's about having flexibility and it's about doing it so when it, whatever you feel more comfortable. But, but again, you then need to be able to make sure that your internet will, works well, that you can um, be able to concentrate, that you are in a, in a space that allows you to keep productivity, that you're able to disconnect at the end of the day also and to keep your a good work-life balance. So all of that is in your hands. And that is why it's super important that my recommendation will be for organizations to update their uh, protocols, their, their policies, their guidelines for their employees, for their teams to facilitate all of this uh, for them because it's quite new. That's more hand. than one. That's more than one. That's more and, than one. <laughs> yes, yes. And there's, on, there's, on the other hand, if you work for yourself, then there are many uh, tactics that I can discuss later to, to, to facilitate this self-discipline and control and be able to have a good balanced life. And at the end of the day, enjoy of the profits and benefits of remote work, right? Rather than only facing the, the backlash that a lot of people can okay. think about. Yeah. Gareth, what, what about you? Uh, wow, yeah, how do I follow that? So, um, my, <laughs> love you really, Elena. Um, my, my one big tip really is uh, to have empathy with your remote workers situation. Um, I think from a short-term perspective, uh, it's quite, it was relatively easy for me to split from office to remote. I just bought myself a desk and put it in one of my spare rooms. There are other people that are living in shared houses. There are people that are living in a house without a, a an empty room that you can make an office or even a dining table that you can sit on. So I think short term, um, be kind to people because, you know, my kids haven't been to school for months. Like they are literally feral now. Um, <laughs> I'm surprised one of yeah, my But friends, they're your kids, Aaron. They're bound the, to be. <laughs> for those of you that come to the Corona pub, Thursday night is a quiz night. Um, occasionally my kids will just jump behind me and, and that's how I work now. And that is, that is my working life. Um, we have to look post-COVID because look, this thing is going to end. And I think with long-term planning, if you're employing people, so I think there's going to be a trend where people are initially going to employ more remote staff further east than I am currently sat. Now, that comes with its own challenges. So um, reliability of power supply, reliability of internet speed, um, reliability of that. how much effort has that employee made to get to work? 
to the to his desk that morning and there are things that we just wouldn't understand in the west that that somebody maybe in in south asia has to go through just to just to get online so i would hate for people to be sharp with each other when it's not easy not everybody is finding this transition as simple as they may appear so empathy please guys okay and joe What's your one tip? Although this is to be like several tips bugged into uh, into the into the intro, so you know, but that's okay. It's not a problem. Uh, uh, thanks. Um, well, I would basically say to treat your home office, and when I say your home office, it can be your desk, it can be anywhere where you're not working in that old-fashioned or the traditional office that you had before. So treat your home office as your profit proper office. So the, the office that you would actually, or the work office that you'd commute to and where you do the work inside those four walls. And the reason why I say that was because just because you're not spending three hours a day commuting to town um, doesn't mean that you can extend your working day. I think what you need to do in ties into what Aleda said is to be organized. So I would say you do your eight hours. Um, yes, you can sometimes do a bit more than that, but don't make it... Um, a, a, a do that all the time so do your eight till four or your nine till six or you know take a long lunch break but really i would say it's about don't but before we had the things of uh you know having your email connected to your mobile phone or um being able to access your work email and you'd be sending emails on the train in the morning or late at night no just don't do that try and have that disconnect. Again, going back to what Aleda said, you know, you need to have your eight hours. If you are working 12 hours a day in front of the computer and you're not getting up because you're not going to get by lunch because you have it right in the fridge, um, you know, then you're just going to, you're not going to feel very well at all mentally and physically. So really just stick to pretend your home office. So that could be your desk, your co-working, wherever it is, is within an eight hour window or you do four hours and a long lunch break and another four hours don't send emails past 9 p.m don't send emails before 6 a.m okay I'm, I'm going to add as my one tip uh if you've uh, if you're as old as me uh make sure you get a decent chair honestly yeah. uh sitting in that chair it can really do your back in pretty damn quick so if you can get a decent chair and honestly i've just moved from i did have an office chair and i've now put in a dining room chair because it's more solid it's better and it's just doing my back um, more good okay uh, just before at headphones too sometimes to isolate and be able to concentrate also is important yeah 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 i mean on that point that you just made there um gareth about uh, being kind uh we've got a question in here from rohan uh recently i got Got rejected in an interview which was remote based and the reason was that the organization said it's mandatory mandatory to have a separate a separate office room to work from at home which he doesn't have at this time so the question is is that a common ask in most of the remote jobs to have a separate office room uh no because I, I, so we don't really consider it work from home we consider it work from anywhere so already one of my, my head of paid is moving to Porto on the 1st of November. Mm. I've got no idea where he's going to be living. Yeah. But yeah. as long as he has the internet, um, the, the, I, I, it, it, it doesn't matter. Like I, I'm going, um, my motorcycle is getting serviced tomorrow. I'm going to take my laptop on my back and I'm going to find and get a coffee and I'll just work while it's getting serviced. Like it doesn't, it, I think long-term if, if, if the employee is going to be based 
in that one remote location, then yeah, absolutely, I have a duty of care. And I, at the start of lockdown, I made all of my team send me a picture of their working environment. I then gave each person a kitty to upgrade their work from home setup. So some people took a new router because they just had the piece of crap that came with the ISP. Some people took a chair, as you say, Dixon, because I, some people were literally working on it's it's like, sofas, like yeah. st stools, like yeah. a makeup desk stools type of thing. Um, one person had his laptop perched on top of their chest of drawers, so that there was no leg space underneath. Um, well, I'm a, I'm a man that's all about efficiency, and if you're not sat comfortably, you're not being efficient. So um, I spent about 300 quid on um, noise-canceling headphones. And, um, the... It's a thank you, kind words. Tofa wants to come and work for me. Um, it's all about just getting you all to work a bit harder, to be honest. It's, it's the reality. Like, I have um, to say, like, responsible uh, remote working organizations do what G Garrett is doing, right? They, they care yeah. about the resources that they provide, and they actually have an stipend because they realize that they are not paying for an office anymore. Uh, such a big office as before, right? So they allocate money and an stipend to be to 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 make their employees and their team to be able to have a great connection at home, to have a great desk, a good laptop that should be provided ideally by the organization, right? And and this is what I am afraid, right? There are a lot of organizations that have just jumped into into remote because of COVID, but they don't have that mindset and they don't have the right protocols or principles. And and then they start requiring all this stuff without realizing that they should be the ones giving this to the employee or their team. If the organization, and this is the thing, whenever I work with clients and have worked for a lot of clients and companies that I don't think that they ever knew where I was, and it shouldn't matter to them what Garrett said before. It shouldn't. It should be transparent or the same for them. If I am connecting from New Zealand or from Spain or from the U.S., and sometimes I did, and sometimes I did at 1 a.m. just to not change the schedule time, right? And I keep doing it. And for them, it was exactly the same. I was able to do my work as good anywhere from anywhere from the world. So as good as as long as I am able to do that, it should be exactly the same for them. However, if they do require something specific, oh, you should have this type of connection or this type of, of environment, okay, perfect, pay it. I mean, give it to your employees. Yeah. That, that should be yeah. it. Yeah. Joe, I'll come on in a second. I'll, I'll come to you next. So just, uh, just because uh, I want to get onto your survey and, and find out a few questions about your survey. Um, you know, but one thing that's the different in the UK. Tovis, Tovis in the US, of course. So, uh, and uh, we're in the UK. In the UK, of course. I don't know how it works in the US, but there's quite a lot of laws around your employees. The fact that they're not in your office actually makes it harder in many ways because you still have to have public liability over them. Your insurance policy may not cover that. Uh, you still have to um, have risk assessments on their uh, on their working environment uh, and, uh, as you say, duty of care. And there's all sorts of and there's all sorts of problems with data privacy and things when you're starting to share it out around uh, around the internet as, as well. So um, you know there are quite a lot of laws that are protecting or should be protecting, but I think with COVID they haven't quite caught up with the speed at which we've all been moved into uh, remote working. So, so Joe, sorry, feel free to answer that, but, but then uh, add on. But what I really wanted to get on to was um, the survey as you've got so far. Um, what, are, what are the findings that you've made so far from, from those 120 odd people? Yeah, thank you. Well, actually now, so uh, thanks to everyone for um, adding 
um, doing the responses, we now have got 133. So yeah. um, I just wanted to find out, yeah, if people are saving any resources. So um, basically the first question, um, are you working from home, enjoying it? Yes, 67.7% are saying they enjoy working from home and um, only 4.5%, so only six are saying they don't. Um, but obviously there was quite a few, you know, that, I, that actually wanted to work from home, from home before COVID. So actually there is 10% that did work, wanted to work from home before, but they were not allowed, which you know, not surprised mm -hmm. about, but, um, and there was um, nearly 20% that were not um, working from home. Um, I, they, there's quite a few people that have said that they are more productive. So it's 52.2% that they are more productive and 13.4% um, said that they are no, they are the same. So that was interesting because there's a lot of people that say that Oh, you're not productive if you're working from home, but you have different um, you have different distractions. I did want to find out what people were doing more of now that they're working from home. And there's a really um, high percentage of people that are obviously um, looking after themselves. So 64% are actually doing cooking, followed by um, spending more time with family and close friends, obviously, because you're not allowed to see that many people. Um, but um, there's still also people looking after themselves. So we had 64% cooking and 56% are doing exercise which is great. So these are the things that I think a lot of people don't do when they're spending those three hours a day commuting. It's really easy to gain weight. Um, and it's great. Yeah. Unfortunately, I, I used to be able to cycle to my office. So now I can't. <laughs> I, have to, I have, literally have to get up and cycle around the block just so I can get some exercise before I start work. But of course I don't. I just have another cup of coffee and then, then, then lie in. So uh, Hence the, uh, hence the stomach. It's not going the right way, guys. It's not going the right way. But anyway, it's good to see that people are um, making use of that work-life balance and improving yeah. their work-life balance rather than working for the man or the woman, you know, all hours God sends and, 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 and not switching off. But I imagine that switching off is, is more of a challenge for some people in a remote environment. You know, what about you guys as uh, experienced? You, you don't find it difficult to switch off or do you? Well, as... Uh, as the business owner, uh, yeah, we all are, I suppose. Yeah, twenty-four-seven. Like the what I have started doing is um, so I've lost weight during lockdown. I I go to the gym three times a week. I play tennis once a week. I thought we closed the gyms. <laughs> well, the, I, I have a personal trainer that comes to my back garden. I just want to... <laughs> bloody hell, Dixon, come on. You've got to push for the facts, mate. Just the facts, you know. Um, so, I, and I put this down to the extra time that I have not messing about getting to and from work and just having more... I also think that where I, where myself as a business owner that employs people that now work remotely has benefited is sometimes I think I used to feel secret guilt that mm. I had 20 people in an office while I'm sat drinking cocktails with Elena and Dixon in Brighton. <laughs> so, and Joe, of course, sorry, Joe. Um, so there is, there is an argument that, that I feel mentally released somewhat now that I know that my whole organization is, is reaping the rewards of being based online and that we can all just be based we're drinking cocktails in Brighton with, with our friends. Well, you know, you know, maybe I should be asking not the four in this room, but I should be asking the panelists, uh, the, the, the attendees, you know, do you guys, 
uh, most of you look like you run your own stuff anyway a lot of you do they're um, the ones I know uh, but you know uh, do you think that there are employees that find it um, well hard to switch on I mean there's, there's the problem is when you're working at home you can you can be thinking about the kids or the dog or the you know other bits and pieces and and there's nothing to stop you from switching off switching off onto not such important stuff so uh, how are you going to manage people's um, and, and, and expect people to, um, to uh, spend those eight hours, however they may want to? How do you get any reassurance that they are spending the right amount of time? How do you measure success um, or, or measure um, uh, objectives and key results, if you like, um, of remote workers? Well, uh, I'll go uh, later or Joan. I think this is the beauty of our work, right? That uh, we actually need to deliver um actions to our clients we need to also achieve specific results uh, in their seo processes or ppcs and uh, and and a lot of our teams right they they are also involved and are res are responsible for them right so if if this is the thing i think that we should be necessarily mindful oh do they start exactly at 9 a.m sharp or do mm -hmm. they finish at 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. or no, is the, are, are they uh, continuing to achieve the results that we had set for the account or for the client or for the project as long as they are productive and achieving the, the expected results, mm -hmm. it's more than fine, right? This is, this is what we do for a living, like achieving specific results from an SEO perspective and, and, and managing the, the clients. And if the clients are happy, then it's, it's more than fine. Client happy, achieving results, it's all great, right? Then on the other hand, about um, also taking care of people balance, because what Joe said, uh, what the, the results that uh, you have gotten in your survey is not necessarily as different as the, the trends that we have been seeing year over year of, of remote work, the main challenges usually are unplugging after work, loneliness, uh, and then communication and collaboration challenges with bigger teams, right? That are across different time zones. So realistically, I think it is super important that uh, companies and, and, and organizations provide clear guidelines to employees saying, look, uh, please uh, do little breaks every time after a couple of hours, uh, five minute breaks, 10 minutes breaks, uh, because honestly, like, and give also the, the, um, the um, typical uh, type of resources to, for people to be able to keep productive and have this type of disconnection too. Like, for example, I follow the Pomodoro technique, which is amazing yeah. to keep productivity while also disconnecting up a bit with breaks too. And then the tip of Joe, I think this is critical, having a specific uh, area of, of, of your home. So for example, I have a a whole, a whole room as a home office, right? So it's here, really easy for me whenever I start working, I enter to the room and then I know that at yeah. 6 p.m. I shouldn't be tempted to take my laptop with me, but leave it here and I leave work, right? If you are not able to do this because you don't have enough a home office, right? At least allocate a certain space at home, even in your living room. And you know that when you uh, take out or you move on from that space, you are moving on from work and you shouldn't be keeping or shouldn't be bringing the job with you that that is a big risk you keep the bring the laptop okay. and start keeping working while you watch the tv for example now okay so so there's a oh, sorry joe do you want to just add anything in there um i just wanted to say you know yes i agree with the lady about saying like it should be the results that matter but i know that there's very traditional companies that are just like okay well i need to know this this and this 
So I would say use task management systems. So you can use Asana, you can use Trello. Um, you know, there's a lot of agencies, um, and it's fine, um, that use timesheets. I think it's just to be transparent. So if something is taking you a long time, I think you should be clear and say, well, this is how much time it's taken. So you're not measured on, well, you said you do, I don't know, whatever it was, um, and you didn't do it, or it took you a long time. So I think... Um, so you don't mind if you're asked to provide a timesheet? As a, as a no, no, I think it's just, I mean, it depends on, it depends on how the company works. I mean, mm -hmm. we used to have to do our time sheets anyway, otherwise we wouldn't get paid when mm -hmm. we were agency side. So it's okay. just a way of not over-servicing. Really just... Yeah, sorry. I'm just trying to keep, keep. I've got. I've got to load through, and I, you know, I try and do this in 45 minutes, and and and, uh, and, and no, it's great. I love it, but I kind of uh, uh, need to, need to sort of kind of move it all through. So sorry. Um, so so, uh, in fact, Joe, I'm sorry. Finish what you were saying. I was just. No, the point was just to say, like, if you don't have that trust, which some companies don't have because they're not used to remote working, then just to be able to show what employees are doing then just do project management, use project management tools yeah. and also keep the communication open. Um, you know, have your regular meetings with your team members, but try not to just have beans for the sake of it, have clear agendas and objectives. Okay. The reason I went down that route is because Topher had asked, um, how can you respectfully handle remote folks that seem to never want to turn on the camera and do face-to-face -face with managers? Uh, and should that be something that's mandatory? I think that's an interesting question because what it's alluding to is, is, is what I was trying to get to underneath uh, of not necessarily the people that um, I think uh, like us who are pretty fanatical about work. Um, it's getting to the people who are working because they have to work to earn a living and then if they could not work forever in a day, they'd happily do that. And therefore, perhaps they are not approaching remote working with the same expectation or enthusiasm. So the question is, should you, should, should, um, should you turn on your camera when you have a face-to-face uh, -face meeting? I think 100% yes. You wouldn't sit in a boardroom with me with a bag on your head, would you? So... Why, if we're the whole point, we might as well have a phone call if we're not going to turn videos on. And it's, <laughs> I don't know, like, it just seems like um, if we were going to draw up a, 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 an etiquette guide to video calls, well, I kind of want to see your eyes. And so my biggest fear of remote working is losing my team culture. Um, I think we have to look at each other if we're talking. So we have an open Zoom room all day that people can just drop into. Um, turn your bloody video on surely you know the, that's a, I mean I don't think whether whether we could make it a requirement I'm not sure but I think as a as a matter of manners then yeah you should turn your camera on okay brilliant so answer is yes mandatory mandatory visual okay right uh so uh, Alida I mean remotest on it has been running for as you say, several years, but it just exploded at COVID, no doubt. Uh, and so my, my question is, what is it that's grabbing people on remotes.net? You've got a lot of content up there. Um, and if you go back to your Google Analytics, and if you want to share your screen, you can, uh, if I can press the right buttons. Uh, but uh, what, what is it that people are going to and, and looking at on, uh, on remotes.net? Indeed. So, for example, in January, we had a 55 uh, thousand sessions in February, 48,000 sessions in March, it jumped to 73 K 73,000. Wow. 
And uh, in July, it has kept up like this. And now in July, we, we had 76,000 sessions in the month. And uh, then, of course, the pages that uh, just to get more uh, traffic, uh, not only organic, but, you know, direct of people going to check is the jobs section, the, the job board. And we had in July uh, more than 100 jobs uploaded, uh, which is good. I have to say that it, it, it has been very obvious, the, the, also the increase of jobs that are being uploaded in June and July. Unfortunately, for example, in March and also early, early April, even if the website had increased a lot of the traffic from people looking for jobs, right, especially, mm -hmm. uh, we, could, we could see on the other hand that there were not that many companies publishing job adverts. So you could see that people were not hiring, unfortunately, right? However, um, yeah, it's, it's nice to see how in July that's, that's completely different. And we have also much more diversity of the type of roles that are being uh, hired. It's important to clarify this because usually when I have conversations before COVID, right, with people, uh, and they assume that the type of jobs that were being hired remotely, these were low-skill type of jobs, VAs, um, programming, copywriter, things like that, like, but also like very digital-oriented. But no, more and more, uh, we can see like operations manager, human resources manager, like not uh, sales people, right? Not necessarily digital or, or technological or even low skill type of, of jobs. All, all sort of jobs are being hired remotely right now. Okay. So it's the job sport is, is the big bit there. Sorry, did you guys want to jump in with anything there? So in, in there? I mean, I'm, I'm interested, you know, to, to see what it is that's, that's really grabbing, you know, the audiences, the, 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 the remote workers and what they're trying to find. Let me... The fact that the, I, mean, I am not surprised the job board is exploding. Like for me, the most exciting thing about remote working is that my growth of my business has always been tethered by trying to get people to 10 miles south of Manchester city center. Now I can, re I can recruit people from around the world, mm. but I want to cover, I want to cover us from a customer service point of view. I just hire a PPC or an SEO exec in the U S that can speak to customers. All of a sudden I've got 16 hours of phone support covered. Like the, this is, this is exciting, guys. I, I, I can't wait to be my next hiring spree, as long as it's not because people have left, as long as it's because of business growth. So, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, Gareth, well, you've, you've managed those remote teams, uh, big remote teams. So uh, how do people react to instructions over a video, you know, or, or a Skype call or, or whatever tool you're using? Um, do you feel, um, I mean, do you feel they put in the hours automatically? Do you feel they work harder or, 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 or not as hard working from home? Or, and, and, you know, how do you know? How do you know if they're doing their job? And I well, know it's, you know, people yeah, say so, if the work gets done. You know. Well, yeah, well, so you're using attendance as a measurement. I don't use attendance as a measurement. Oh, I'm I not, use, but I'm, 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 I, I, I'm yeah. throwing out what measurements are you using then? Um, output. So if... Um, if I take a, a, a very specific example, I, I employ a gentleman called James. He's a link builder. James's job is to deliver the links that I sell. Not all, not all of them. You'll be glad to know I sell more than one person's worth. Um, so, <laughs> so, so James's job is dictated by me. If I don't sell any links, he hasn't got any work to do. So what do I want him to do? Just sit at his desktop twiddling his thumbs? Go and enjoy your day. If, but be aware that I, next month I might sell 50 more. And then I expect you to be able to work that into your 
into your monthly um, workload. So, by and when does James work? And, and Who so cares is, when is, he works? Is, is James working full time for you? As far as you're yes, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, yeah. So he's a full time salary, gets a pension, gets everything else, but his his measure his his KPI is are there any late tickets? Because if there are no late tickets, he's done his job. Like the. Why, why would I care when he does it, where he does it, how he does it? Well, I kind of care about how he does it. But the, yeah. the other two, it, it, does it matter? Joe, have you found it the other way around where you've been getting instructed to do stuff and, uh, and, and the instructions that are coming from your remote manager, so to speak, are entirely unreasonable? So I would say there was, there was a time when I was working for a 100% remote only uh, company um, not who I'm currently working for now. And it was the manager, the owner of the company that had no idea how to run um, PPC, for example. And mm -hmm. so the instructions were that you needed to convert this page and it had to be measured on uh, three days of running a PPC campaign with very minimal budget. So in that case, um, I would say that um, it was from lack of understanding of the manager um, and also he put a lot of unrealistic expectations. I think if you're working remotely um, and you have a good manager and someone that actually understands the work that they're doing and they, um, they treat their staff with respect, um, then, then it's great to do remote working. I think you only come across issues in remote working if there's not a mutual respect. So maybe the um, employee, you know, just as you were saying before, Dixon, maybe he's or she is just, I just want to get paid. I don't want to do that much work. But you would find that issue anyway in the office. You would see the same attitude. So it's about trying to recognize the attitude. And what I do hope will happen now that there is, um, you know, the opportunity to have more remote work, that people will get paid still what they should um, so I know, Gareth, you were talking about maybe there might be a shift to to hire people and maybe other countries is maybe the overall wage is less. Um, I really hope that doesn't happen because um, you should get paid the sort of uh, what you should get paid based on your skill, because there are many company co people that can't afford to travel or don't have the visa requirement to live in a country where they may get paid a, a wage that they really want to. And just because you happen to have a certain passport, you're able to work in that country. Um, so I really hope that with this remote working, the money that people save, instead of spending all that money on rent, will actually invest in, um, as Gareth, you have done to your employees, give them a remote working uh, allowance, and also pay people the what they should get paid, not just, oh, you're in a cheaper country, we'll pay you a cheaper rate. I, I think that you touch a really, really important point. Um, also, again, Joe, for example, the, the companies or startups, especially that have been historically remote first, they have really good protocols about this. Uh, for example, they have this um, 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 base type of, 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 of amount that they pay to their employees based on the roles and positions and, of course, what they bring to the table. Uh, from 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 the for, from the world perspective, and then they had certain percentages of money that they will pay additionally based on where they live. Because, for example, if you live in New York or San Francisco or very expensive places, you will need a little bit more to maintain yourself, and that is great. Instead of having this other type of views or mindset that you see sometimes 
uh, coming up now or trying to take advantage of remote work to pay far less, one third to someone who lives in Latin America or in Asia to what you will pay to someone European, right? That is not fair. And it's trying to take advantage of the situation, right? So it's about being reasonable, having good principles, having good protocols, and starting with, with what you pay to, to people indeed. Okay, right, guys, um, we're already nearly at time. So, uh, you know, I, I told you it was going to go fast. So, you know, but then you guys have been on so many of these, you know, these things go fast anyway. But uh, uh, I can see that we've got a, a pretty uh, educated bunch in the, in, in the chat room here. So if any of you do want to be on a future panel, I'm going to put the, uh, uh, a link to a, to a form there as well. Um, and uh, so just drop me a line and, uh, and let me know, you know, if you'd like to be on a, on a future, future panel. Uh, it'd be great to have you guys in. The more broad my uh, my group and the more 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 broad my uh, group of guests, the, uh, the the better I think, and the more entertaining these these things get to be. Uh, thanks again to Majestic for uh, for sponsoring the, uh, the the webinar. Uh, obviously, um, get everybody on the uh, on the uh, the link training course at Brighton SEO. The the one that I'm on, the one that I'm running, the free one, not the uh, not the paid one. You don't need to do that one, you know, Gareth Simpson. You don't need to do that. That's fine. Um, and uh, um, also, uh, guys, before you go, is there any last words you'd like to say apart from the fact there's a Corona Pub uh, search uh, search quiz tomorrow? Um, and uh, look up the Corona Pub and uh, and find it if you if you want to join in. Uh, Elena, um, Joe, uh, Gareth, um, some last goodbyes and where people can find you from. Uh, sorry, right. go later. <laughs> go later. Well, uh, find me in uh, Remoters. Uh, remoters hopefully um, will allow you if you want to, you know, keep working remotely. If in case you have a, a company right now, like requiring to go back to the office and you don't want to, uh, we are publishing continuously new jobs adverts, and hopefully you'll be able to find something there. Also, there are a lot of how tos, a lot of tips regarding how to. Uh, be able to work remotely in an effective and balanced way, in a positive way that is good for you too. So hopefully you will find any tip there. And if, you, if there, isn't some, there is something that you cannot find there, please do let me know over Twitter. I'm very active in Twitter, at Aleda is my handle. Just let me know over there and I'll be more than happy to, to, to help you uh, with anything remote too. So just to clarify, remoters takes guest posts? Yes, we do. <laughs> yeah, but they no follow any links from you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure you could do a good post, mate. Isn't it? We can talk, Barrett. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, any last words from uh, Gareth or Joe? Uh, just embrace this new way of working, guys. You, you, you have got your freedom back. Oh, God, I've never heard him be so wise. Joe? <laughs> um, I would just say, um, well, I'm on SEO Joe Blogs on Twitter, so please connect with me there. Um, I would say that just really try and take a break from work and really try and um, make sure you have a nice, um, nice uh, work-life balance. So don't try and think I need to do all these things and have a massive checklist. Um, I think just use the time wisely um, and just remember that because you can't get back time. You can always make more money. 
That's brilliant. Okay, guys, so thank you very much. We're going to do the same thing uh, next month um, around about the, uh, the, first, uh, the, the first Wednesday of the month. That's just where I'm aiming for. Um, if, uh, if you come back in, then well, that'd be great. And if you want to see the recording of this or tell people about it, it'll be on blog.majestic.com within 48 hours, I'd say. So that's great. Thanks very much, guys. Just so you know, when I end the Zoom call, it all dies, and I'll email you and say thank you directly afterwards. So, yeah. Cheers, everybody. Thank you very much, Dixon. Thanks for your time. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.